it's just like one of those weekends where everyone has something going on except for me. Like I have so many games I'm playing and so many exciting things to talk about, yet everyone has deserted me. I guess I'll just do this on my own. And welcome and thanks for tuning in to the 80th episode of Gameware Express, Baton Rouge's longest running video game podcast. My name is Adam Arinder and it is Friday, June the 5th, 2015. It's Steven's birthday and he's not even here to celebrate it. He's gone, Vaughn is gone, Neil is gone to all various things, so it's just me. But no, I brought in some help. So please welcome first time to the show, known her for all 20, almost 22 years of her life. My loving sister, Miss Alexa Arinder, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, don't sound so like trite about it. Like, be excited. Aww, this is I am podcast, video games. We've grown up I playing these crazy games. things. So yeah, thanks for joining me on such short notice. I didn't want to pull a Garnet Lee and do this show by myself, so I figured, hey, you're my blood, so it's like half of me. I'm obligated. No, <laughs> no, it's it's cool. So. Uh, as you know, we always start the show with an intro question. So this week's intro question is, I want to know the favorite, your favorite game that we played together growing up. Oh. Because, you know, we've, we've been gaming for a while. I've been doing it since I was three and pretty much made you start doing it too. So do you have like a favorite that we played hmm. either together or just experienced together? Cause you used to watch me play a lot of games yeah, growing that, up. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's kind of hard because... Uh, don't since I was so young, most of the things I mostly just watched you play. But I guess some of my more vivid ones would be uh probably from the Final Fantasy genre games. Yeah, yeah. Especially Final Fantasy VIII because you yep. used to let me read the strategy guide to you so that we could find items, and it was really exciting. That was pretty much what I thought of when I came up with this question because it was always the thing of here's the book, tell me what to do. Yeah. And we kind of went through all of those games together, and it it's weird. Maybe that's why I never really got into thirteen because I don't have you there to Aww. read the strategy Aww. guide to. Yeah, I'm trying to play uh, the remake on Final Fantasy X remake on PS3, and it's like I don't know what to do because I don't have a strategy guide because you took yours. I mean, you can have. I think did I? No, they did sell a remastered Ten and Ten Two strategy guide, and it's smaller than just the original Final Fantasy Ten strategy guide. That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But again, thanks. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Uh, mine. I always have vivid memories of that trip when we drove to Disney World back in two thousand. Oh, and had the TV in the car. We hooked up like this TV on top of an ice chest into the car and played NFL Street Two. I think all the way down yeah. there. That was like the thing at the time. I yeah, don't even that, remember if there was anything else we played. That was pretty fun. But yeah, we, we had a lot of gaming experience together. So this will be a fun show. Um, I guess we'll move into what we've been playing this week. I know you've been doing a lot on your handheld. Yeah. Uh, what, have you, what have you been playing lately? Uh, it's mostly a lot of uh, catch-up work because I'm so far behind on any and every game that I own. You were studying hard in college. You just graduated. Congratulations oh, on that. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, and then we were on the cruise, so over the cruise, we played a lot of uh, Street Pass games because okay. didn't get any Wi-Fi. Did you download Wi-Fi. the new ones? 
I have, yeah. I have. Okay, so, yeah, so tell me about those, because I did not, that damn rabbit did not get me again. <laughs> well, I thought Ultimate Angler looked really exciting, and I was just, I, street pass games are a lot of what I do, so mm -hmm. I really enjoy the other ones, except for Me Force. I'm terrible at Me Force. That's the only one I've beaten. <laughs> yeah, see, Me Force, I, I, maybe it's because I don't street pass enough people, and I'm just not good at that, but uh, Ultimate Angler is really fun. I think they're both made by developers of the other street pass games so that's the fishing one right yeah so how do the street passes do you just get more chances to fish or better you get bait okay so every time that you street pass someone each person's color corresponds to a type of bait okay so when they street pass you over the cruise like i said i street passed weston and peter who were both wearing green mm -hmm. so i kept getting the same two pieces of bait <laughs> every time and it didn't help me at all <laughs> were you getting a lot of street passes besides the people you were with on the cruise or was that kind uh, of it it Weston and Peter said that they had street passed a person from Arizona, which I did not street pass, and I felt sad. That's weird. But um, other than that, no, we mo we pretty much left them in the room, so they just okay. street passed with each other. I wish I had street passed more people. So you'd have that one, and there's like the zombie one, right? How does that yeah, one work? Yeah, that one's a little more um, close to, I would say, Me Force, because okay. it's really... It's easier than Me Force to me because it's more, you know, fighting oriented because you're literally fighting the zombies. Mm -hmm. But uh, just like with Me Force, when you street pass people, each person gives Little you like a specific power. Right? Yeah, yeah. But in this one, uh, it's not based on your shirt color and it's not based on, you know, whatever. it's based on your hobby that you list. That's so th interesting. It's actually really kind of funny because uh, when I street passed you and Weston and me or my own all of us put sleeping as our favorite <laughs> thing to do so they give you these little sheep pillows to use as weapons <laughs> that's adorable and you can you have each one has a power up so mm -hmm. you hold down a or whatever the power up is and the sheep one is they they lay down on the ground on the pillow and all of a sudden you get a whole storm of sheep that attacking come, the zombies yeah. so it's like um if the Serta mattress commercials became real <laughs> okay that's pretty interesting i'm glad they kind of use something like one of those traits because i honestly forgot what i put on those mm -hmm. but i haven't looked at that since i filled it out in 2011 i've only uh experienced three of them because most people seem to have sleeping that i street pass but i think the rest of them were kind of dumb yeah. If I recall, I don't. I honestly don't remember what the rest of the hobbies were. One of them was uh, playing video games gives you a Wii remote as your oh, okay. weapon. Go figure, and of course. sports or likes playing sports, it's a bowling ball. <laughs> Why they picked? I guess because that would be the best option in a, in a zombie thing. What am I going to kick a soccer ball at his head or just bounce off? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that sounds pretty neat. Maybe I'll look at. No, I'm probably not. <laughs> How much did those cost? Like uh, they were in a package deal. That made them cheaper, and also, I don't know if they, like, if it's true, but they were like, oh, since you bought the other ones, you can buy these as a package for X amount of dollars oh, rather than to... this. And That crafty rabbit! Yeah, he, he comes out of that little hole, and he's just, like, born salesman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you've also been playing through Pokemon, the three makes. Which one are you mm, playing? I am playing, I always want to say Omega Sapphire, but it's actually Alpha Sapphire, okay, which the same one really bothers me because it's backwards. Okay, so yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit because we haven't had a whole lot of three make representation on the show because I hate third generation and Vaughn's not playing through it either. Hmm. So, and Steven doesn't play video games too, <laughs> except Bloodborne. So yeah, you were one, you're the one of that generation who I always kind of pick on who grew up loving third gen and was the most excited, I say, when this game came out. So what are some of the changes they brought upon from like Alpha, I mean, from Ruby and Sapphire to the, the new one? Eh, I mean, 
third generation's not technically my favorite. Yeah, it was the first one I beat, Sapphire, yeah. the original Sapphire. So that is where it gets, I guess, its nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, let's see the difference. I would say they improved on a lot. I like it. I played the first hour or so, and it was cute how the intro was like you on your little iPad and you got mm-hmm, the truck watching, and, and you're watching the old intro. And it's yeah, like, yeah, that was kind of cool. I thought that was cute. Uh, other than that, the graphics are still good. They brought the same kind, you know, over from, from X, X and Y, y. Mm-hmm. and they did bring, which made me super happy. Uh, you have, I guess I should start with you have your Pokenav. The Pokenav right. Plus now, because you know, we're in the we're in the new it's age. Like Wii Motion Plus, yeah. the Pokenav Plus. But basically, it's you know basically the Apple Watch, <laughs> and it has apps. So you have a, you have an Area Nav app, which is your map. Mm-hmm. You have a Dex Nav, which is your Pokedex, which is kind of what's well, actually not your Pokedex, but it's linked to your Pokedex. So mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, it was cool because it pretty much reminded me of when in the original series when Ash would come on to a new Pokemon and it would be like, Oh would, boy, what's this? It would beep at him and you know, he'd open it and be like, Pikachu, <laughs> you know, electric mouse Pokemon. You can pretty much do that with your Dex nav. Now it's kind of cool. Cause if there's like an NPC Pokemon, like, you know, when people have like a skitty in their house, mm-hmm. you walk up to the skitty and it, your thing flashes at you oh, and you click cool. on it. And it's like, would you like to see the Pokedex entry? If you have one for the skitty mm. and it identifies the skitty for you, if you That's hadn't neat. seen it yet. And then you have, because it seems like a, in a lot of more of the recent games, there are a lot of more of those Pokemon just chilling in the house. Yeah. Like a dog. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's kind of cool, because that was the first time I noticed the Dex Nav like, do something mm-hmm. even more interesting, because they also have the whole you sneak up on Pokemon thing, yeah. and that, I'll get to that in a minute, but also in the, your apps, you have the news app, which is kind of where your street passes come in. Uh, you when you street pass other people, it brings in like some of the stuff they've done. Like mm-hmm. say they caught a Pokemon from sneaking, so there's a little like show that um. is like today we bring you a trainer Adam who snuck up on a Zigzagoon, <laughs> but unfortunately he didn't catch Hot it. Hot news in yeah. the Pokemon world. <laughs> so that's like part of your street pass, and they brought back the Pokemiles from X and Y, where if you turn in the Pokemiles, you can buy for at to a certain vendor, they'll uh, give you different items like the mm-hmm. Moo Moo Milks and stuff. So you can do that again, which Moo Moo Milks. Buying them from there, that's some of your best like value. Yep. But and we uh, love value on this show. And they also brought back my f- absolute favorite thing from X and Y, Pokemon Ami, PSA, uh. <laughs> the po- player sy- search system, and the uh, which I think that's what it stands for, and also the super training. Right. So you right. can super train. You EV can play without all that nonsense. Yeah. You can super train, and you can wonder trade, which is great. Okay. And you can uh, play with your Pokemon, which makes me happy. Would you say this is a more advanced version, or in terms of like sixth gen? Were we on sixth gen now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of X and Y. Would you say it's like considerable improvement upon the stuff on X and Y, and then it just happens to be like the third gen stuff, or? It's really, I wouldn't say it's an improvement on X and Y because it pretty much just is third gen with the X and Y skin. I, I guess I should be careful with what I say, but <laughs> I would say skin over it just because you know they redid the graphics and yeah. they brought in the apps and stuff. It's basically they just brought the third generation into the future. Okay. And it's really interesting because as I've gotten a little further into the game, I'm one of those people that when I'm going through an RPG or Pokemon, I talk to every NPC. Yep, I get it too. It's like we're related. I know, right? <laughs> it's funny how that works. Um, mostly because I tend to go through Pokemon with a strategy guide, or I did, but I'm not buying one for one I've already you know, played. Yeah. But I only buy the strategy guide because I like to know what the gym levels are because mm-hmm. so I, I like to train my Pokemon. You probably just Google that. Yeah, probably. I do. Um, but 
also, so I don't know where the, all the items are, so I have to talk to everyone now, yeah, which encourages true. you. But uh, people, it's interesting to see how they've brought it really into the future now because it's basically as if you are in Hoenn from the third generation in this current time. It's like as the events of X and Y are going on, you're just over here kind of doing I, the same stuff? Kind, I guess. I, I haven't heard any true reference to events in the other areas, but mm -hmm. they do reference the other uh, regions a lot now. Okay, like, yeah. They're in the new, uh, I just got the Slate Port City, and in the new, not, yes, no, Mauville? Mauville. Mm -hmm. um, and they change, that's one of the biggest changes I've seen so far, city-wise, because now it's just completely different looking, and there's a monument in the center, like, field area that's uh, like a monument of like when their mayor met somebody from Kalos, I think. So it's like okay. a friendship monument between hmm. them and Kalos. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's neat. That's the one thing I do like about all the remakes is it's not just the same content. They do oh, some yeah. stuff to, like you said, bring it into like the now, but I really like how they reference that all the other areas mm -hmm. exist. It's not just like each individual thing, which is pretty pretty. Have you beaten it yet? Oh no! I uh, okay. like I said, I just got to Mauville, which is gonna be third gym. Yeah, I don't remember third that. gym, not third gym. So yeah, it's the third gym. Um, so I'm currently training and just running around and talking to everybody in Pokemon contests because I was I was Pokemon contest champion Whoa. when I played it in soccer. Yeah, I was good. <laughs> okay, that that's pretty cool. I I don't know. They haven't announced a Pokemon yet for this year, except like the Mystery Dungeon thing. So maybe they're going like to cool it. I like Mystery Dungeon. Take a break. Maybe I'm like one of the only people, but I enjoy. I those. think you are. But um, I enjoy I might them. get back to this. I just I just don't like third gen. I don't I don't like it. You know, it's worth giving a shot because of how much they changed from it. I mm -hmm. mean, I, like I said, I haven't gone that far. I hear they fixed the backtracking issue that I had a big problem with in the uh in the, the first go round. I guess because I only played Emerald. Yeah, I haven't quite gotten. I haven't quite gotten uh, far enough for the to see the backtracking, but I mean I can understand that. And Weston made a comment about how much water there is in the game. He was like, "Let me know when you get to all the water." And yeah, I was like, well, half the map is water. Exactly. And there's like the the joke with the IGN review where it's like, "Too much water, seven point five out of ten. <laughs> so you know. too much water would not play again. <laughs> and then you've also like been living on Diablo three on PS4, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How far are you along in that? Oh, I've uh, I'm beating it now, at least on my main character. Uh, I've beaten all five acts, which is nice. Yeah, because it includes like the bonus, the DLC. I yeah, think. it was yeah. it was a good deal for me because I had thirty dollars in PlayStation bucks and caught it on sale for PS Plus members and yeah. got it for five bucks. So <laughs> yeah, getting really Reaper of Souls for five bucks on PS4 was nice. Mm -hmm. I had never played any Diablo game before, which really isn't a problem because right. there's I guess there's story to that connects it, <laughs> but anything I would probably just look up if I was confused. But the story itself is really good. I enjoyed it mm -hmm. and um. The first, I was really new to the whole Diablo, the I guess, ARPG style kind of, of game. No, yeah. I like action RPG, but, um, or American RPG, I don't know. It's which action. One. Yeah, I was about to say, I figured it was action, but, um, it was more of the leveling, mm -hmm. because the, the level cap in Diablo is 70. Right. On your playthrough, but then you get Paragon points once you mm -hmm. level, but... I was just like, well, if I get to if I get to 70 cuz I was so scared cuz in act 1, which is pretty much almost half the game or probably two third one third of the game, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um I was already at level 40. And I was like, <laughs> there's five acts in this game with Reaper of Souls. What am I going to do? Weston's and then Weston keeps telling me he's like, you just put the difficulty up. 
So yeah. I'm playing currently, um, I'm doing bounties, which is pretty much post-game content, mm-hmm. and riffs. Doing that right now on Torment 2, which is probably not very high to some people, because it goes all the way up to Torment 6. That's a lot. Yeah. And right now, Torment 2 mobs, they're kind of scary. I played it on, like, the second difficulty, like, the hour I played of Diablo 3. Yeah, I mean, I played, I think I beat Diablo on, I don't think I beat him on Torment. I think I beat him on Master. I may have mm-hmm. been, I don't remember if I went up to Torment after I beat Malthael, who is the boss of Reaper Souls, or not. But currently, yeah, I'm playing. Okay. But I do have a second character. She's, like, level 20-something that is in act one so if i do feel like continue but it's weird because your paragon points go throughout once you get hit that level 70 and mm-hmm. unlock paragon points they they go for all of your characters that you make interesting so i have a like a level 22 monk that is paragon level whatever my right, other character right. is so you can you can choose not to upgrade her mm-hmm. paragon points but I think I am just because it's. Is there a new game plus, or is it just you just start a new there character? Is, and play there is again? a new game plus, but I think you just. I think all the monsters get stronger. Yeah. And, which I guess that is new game plus. <laughs> but, so you can do that, but more people will just tend to play adventure mode, which is the bounties and the mm-hmm. rifts, because I hadn't. I mean, if I'm going to play through it again, I'll just play through it with a different character rather Makes than sense. playing through it with my Crusader. Mm-hmm. But. Um, that's that's cool. I I'm interested in Diablo. I just played it for a little bit, and then I had all my friends said they were gonna play it, and then none of them played it with me. Yeah, Weston but, was supposed to play it with me. He made a uh, originally a witch doctor. Now he's a no. I'm a demon hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he is now, but uh, oh, a wit dove, whatever the mage. He's a oh, mage because okay. that's what he is in every game. But I had made a demon hunter to play with him, but we were both glass cannons mm-hmm. because we were all ranged attacks, and <laughs> if anything touched us, we died. Yeah. So he kind of, and he's not really one to sit there and binge a dungeon crawler for three hours like right. I am. So mm-hmm. we stopped playing those characters. Well, maybe now that you're done with school, I'll try to. You can. I'll try to get caught up to at least level twenty, and we can maybe play together because. Yeah, it doesn't take very long to get to twenty. Yeah, because I really liked it. I thought it looked really good. I enjoyed mm. playing it. Yes, it's, it's just... a very pretty game, especially when I have a TV that actually runs HD. Right, but it's just like around that time I started playing Destiny a lot, and mm-hmm. I tried to get you to play Destiny with me, and you played it a little bit, but then you ventured off into Diablo Land. Well, and Diablo never is back. more my style. I like RPGs and dungeon crawlers rather than FPS games, so. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's cool. I do like Destiny though. Yeah, I mean, we beat you beat the story. Even though mode we beat with the story me. mode, and I still didn't but, level up to twenty because my character hates me. <laughs> but now the real game starts. But we have our own different Destiny podcast. To talk Destiny. Aww. It's called Weekly Heroics Express. Except Aww, we're, it's on a little bit of a high, hiatus. I can't talk anymore because Neil is out of town this week. Uh, and then you know we have E3 coming up, so we're taking a little bit of a break from that. But once we get back from E3, we'll be back on the the Weekly Heroic Express. But I guess Brief Destiny Talks, that's what I've been playing a lot this week, is uh, Iron Banner started, which is the multiplayer kind of PvP mm. event. Yeah. And one of the big things you can get is the Etheric Light, which is the new item where you can level up your gear to like be the, the new expansion level gear. So I've been really looking forward uh, to be finally be able to do that and level up some more with my light levels. Kind of like your Paragon levels. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty similar. Weston, that's what he was trying to use to explain to me. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Diablo. that. Or I guess when I started Destiny, he was comparing right. it to Diablo. But I've been trying to split time this week because also Heroes of the Storm officially came out on Tuesday. Speaking of Blizzard games, yeah. um, I know I've talked some about it on the show before while I was in beta, but now it is officially out. Uh, I was hoping to have friend of the show Nick Seegers on this week to talk Heroes of the Storm with me, but he had a family emergency come up, so he wasn't able to make it. That's why you're here filling in. Thanks yes. again. But uh, Heroes of the Storm, I really wish you would play that with me because it's it's not as complex and crazy as Dota. I know your boyfriend loves Dota and it's yeah, like all in the Dota, Dota tree. But Heroes of the Storm, if you like Diablo, I mean, it's just click and I keep hearing you talking up. about Tyrael. He's a character. Yep, apparently. he's my favorite character to play in that game. Uh, but it just, like I said, it just finally came Archangel out this week. Justice. I hit level 30, which means I could unlock Hero League. Which is kind of like the, uh, I guess, like the ranked mode where you draft heroes one at a time. As opposed yeah. to just kind of pick your character and it throws mm-hmm. you in. Because one big problem with Heroes of the Storm is the matchmaking sucks. Mm. It's absolutely terrible. If they'll throw you on a team with five assassins, you know, five specialists. You need that kind of mixture to kind of go together. Because recently I had a game, kind of like you said, when y'all were playing Diablo, it was four assassins and a, and a, and a specialist. So we had no tanks. And we were just glass cannons, and we yeah. died super quickly. But that game, once you unlock Hero League, it's so much better because you're match made at least into people who are your level you know what they're or doing. higher. Yeah, because before I'd still get matched up with people with their first game when I was yeah. like level 25 or rank 25, me. and it's just super frustrating because if you've never played before, that's fine. Like there are those assholes who will kind of be a dick to you, but if you've never played before, that's fine. But like listen to what people are saying on the map. Like, if there's a map objective and everyone's running to it, don't run the other way. Because no, now you're I'm just kind of screwing I gotta, your team I gotta over. go hide back in the cave, guys. Sorry. Yeah, so it's just, it's it's super frustrating, but like, with with Hero League now, it's so much, it's just so much better. And now I'm the fool who is kind of ignorant and learning what to do. But I held my own. Nick and I played uh like six games the other night. We went four and two. So that's Pretty not good. bad. So that game is super great. It's now it's free to play. You know, you get gold, you unlock your heroes that way, or you can buy them, whatever. Who but buys things. Ugh. If you like, if you're interested in a MOBA and you've heard bad things about League and Dota, like I did, I still highly recommend Heroes of the Storm. There are seven different maps who all have different map objectives. Uh, the community, as of right now, is a little friendlier, uh, especially since it's new. That could easily change. I don't know. But yeah, I'm really still enjoying that. Also, Splatoon played more some more Splatoon this week. Yeah, I guess I should I guess I should pick that up. Soon. You should probably pick that up because it's really fun. Uh, last week we talked briefly about Turf War, which is kind of like the unranked online mode where you're supposed to cover the ground with as much paint yeah, as you like can. Like I said, it reminds me of Tony Hawk Pro Skater when you yes. have the yes, see that ta- is I forget what it's called. It's, but it's, it's the like tag. the graffiti one or the yeah, tag one. I love that was my favorite mode. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. But this week, a uh, ranked mode. Because enough people hit level 10, so now you can do ranked mode, which is like a totally different type of game mode, where there's just like a rectangle, and you're trying to like fight over control of that one rectangle, and as you have control on it, your timer ticks down, and then when yeah. your timer runs out, you win. It's kind of like King of the Hill. Yeah, and Tony Hawk. Yeah, they like Tony Hawk. But the, <laughs> the, it's weird, and we couldn't figure out like if you lose control of that square, you get time added on, and like the longer you control it, like say you get down to like 18 seconds. They'll easily add 80 seconds to your clock if you lose control of it. But if you're only if you've only had it for like 10 seconds, only add like seven. That's weird. So it's really weird. Yeah. 
but it, it makes it difficult because there's no voice chat there's no you know any no no pinging no your two commands are come on and booyah yes so you can't really talk to your teammates so it's just kind of like you're playing with bots almost you don't know you know it's it's kind of frustrating um and then i also started playing the single player mode briefly very briefly and it's not bad it, it the first couple levels is just tutorial i hear it gets better the first boss fight was pretty cool it's like this big what is the point of the single player so you go underneath ingopolis which is like the <laughs> city hub <laughs> and some of these uh what are they called they're like octopuses octopi yeah the guy calls them like those octo jerks i don't remember what their real <laughs> names are in the game but they're stealing these like electric cuttlefish which I power the city so you have to go and do each little level and get back a cuttlefish and mm. then i uh, fight the boss so i've like finished like world one oh and there's like 27 levels i think so That's i've eaten three of them but it was a little better than i thought like i was really bored at first because it was all tutorial stuff mm -hmm. but it's kind of like there's a little section and you have to hide behind this wall and like throw a bomb to distract a guy and he has a shield and kill him and then you move on and shoot you to another part and it's kind of like bouncing around the level to these different parts so you finally get to the end and then there's like some more complex kind of puzzles where there are these squeegee things who like like they look like little roombas and they go around and clean roombas. up your paint <laughs> so you have to figure out how to spray enough paint to like make them go over there while mm -hmm. still trying to get to where you want to go while enemies are shooting at you and then I got to the first boss, which was actually pretty cool. It was just giant cube thing, and it tried to like jump and squish you, but if it landed in your paint, it gets stuck for a little bit. And then it had like these little tiles on its side, and you have to like paint and then like squid up the uh, thing and shoot it. So the single player mode's actually pretty neat. Um, uh, I hear it gets better towards the towards the end of it. So I was actually kind of writing that mode off, but now that that's a thing, I might actually try it a little more. Oh, it sounds sounds pretty interesting. And then the last thing I've been playing is, uh, thanks to your boyfriend and Steven, uh, I got, got my PC built last weekend, so I've been playing a lot of The applause, Witcher 3. Uh, God, that game is gorgeous. I have it everything maxed out on at 1080p, and I'm getting about 50 to 55 frames per second. That's pretty good. So I'm... I'm I'm happy with my build. I'm sure I could change a couple things to get it above 60, but... That's okay. My laptop was trying to run like World of Warcraft or something, and... We had things on very minimal settings, and I was still only getting 30 frames <laughs> per second. Hey, that's at least pretty good for 30 for a laptop. Uh, I mean, because here's the storm. Like, it's like a new game to me playing it on my computer as opposed yeah. to my laptop. Like, the the healing the healing fountain is not just like a blue circle. It's like it's water, an and you can see it. But yeah, I started Witcher 3. I'm probably about three hours in. I'm really enjoying it so far. It looks really good. Um... I know zero about The Witcher. That's the only problem. So you're this guy who's a witcher. Yeah. And it's your job to take out, like, mythical creatures, and you get paid for it. So it's kind of like that grim movie or whatever, or TV show when he, yeah. Sure. Not really, but kind of. No, there so, was, a, I just can't remember the name of the movie, but. I know what you're talking like Van Helsing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, sure. Um, Like, the quest I'm on right now, I guess I'm really early in the game, I'm trying to, like, take out this griffin who's terrorizing this town and killing people and stuff because and i just found out like it's obviously a male griffin because the female griffin was killed by these soldiers so he's mm, obviously like, yeah. pissed off but then like in a side quest i went and took out this like zombie ghost lady who was murdered and you had to like find a bracelet that was like connecting her to like the mortal realm and then once mm. you like burn that kinda, like, you could like take her, her out and put yeah. her like finally to rest so it's kind of like things like that where they these people will hire you to 
rid their town of this stuff. But yeah. apparently being a witcher is like a bad thing because every time I walk into town, people like jeer at me. Like it's you freak. Yeah, it's probably like you're you've probably got like supernatural or something. And that, yeah, that, well, that just freaks people out. Witchers are trained from birth to be witchers. Yeah, so, so you're kind of like singled out to be this weird person. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like there's a lot of moral ambiguity in this game. It's very decision like um dialogue trees decision making but it's not like mass effect or it's like do you want to say the blue thing where you're a good guy or the red thing where you're an asshole <laughs> it's just you say an answer and it might be good or not and yeah. i've never played a witcher game before and i've heard you know steven uh let's say weston played the about first it. one or some of it because i think he just said he it wasn't his type of game but i've heard him talk a little bit about it mm -hmm. so but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far like the the side quests actually have meaning like it's not just like go fetch, fetch me quest. a fish and come or back. It's, Draugr. Yeah. It, Sorry. Some Skyrim. some are like that, but it's kind of cool. You can hold a button and he goes into like Witcher sense mode, so you can like things highlight My and you just see him. Are tingling. Kind of like a like Eagle Vision in Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah. But uh, I'm really it's really fun and it's, I have the Nvidia hair works on, so my hair is just like. <sighs> Blowing in the breeze. Got <laughs> that Tresemme. Yeah, no, that's AMD. AMD is the Tress effects for Tomb Raider. Yeah, whatever. That that's the big selling point is the hair looks good in your game. No, but this is really fun, and I'm wanting to play it more. I am having a bit of an issue right now where every time it wants to load into something, I've had it load like when I try to load into conversations or going into a door or just into a cutscene, it would just crash the desktop, and I couldn't alt tab or anything back into it so i just had to like control alt delete and get rid of it yeah that's not good yeah luckily everywhere it's happened was very near a auto an auto save so mm. i could at least get back up it's probably because it's trying to load something new like a yeah new, uh... so i might knock some of the settings down unfortunately i hear one of the fixes is to turn off the like fancy hair thing oh you're gonna lose your thor hair i know like that would make me really sad so i hope that won't be the issue. Another issue was like unplug the second monitor, and I was like, "Why would, why, why why would, would that I be a thing?" Yeah. So hopefully, CD Projekt Red will patch it. I know they've already put out a few patches now. It sounds like every version, like the Xbox One version and the PS4 version, were also played with different types of issues, which is kind of frustrating considering how many times they delayed this game to make sure it was right. But yeah. I mean, they have a good product. I just hope they can like get it stable. That that'll make me happy. Well, you want anything about to be stable, right? Not just right. Games. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what that's pretty much what's been on uh, my slate for this week, and it'll probably be on my slate for the next few weeks because not much is coming out until Batman at the end of the month. So I got to knock some of these out before before Batman comes out. Oh yeah, and we have like E3 soon in like the middle of the week, so or the middle yeah, of the I'm month. Yeah, I'm gonna be so out of town, be... so I can't watch it. Oh, that is depressing. It's very sad. That's all right. I'll fill you up on the news like I am right now. Yes. Uh, let's see, I guess we'll start off with the follow-up to my Game of the Year for 2012 is coming out this year. XCOM 2 was announced as a PC exclusive. Interesting. So it's a good thing I just built this fancy PC. And I say I, I mean I held the flashlight and everyone else built it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, the follow-up to XCOM Enemy Unknown. I believe it takes place 20 years after the first one. And I guess the canonical ending is actually the bad ending this time, where the aliens invaded Earth and are living among us. And you're kind of going in and it's like a secret organization. Man, XCOM failed. Like, it's over. You're kind of like, looks like this rogue squadron taking out, like, traitors and aliens and stuff. It looks super cool. And right now, it's, like I said, only announced for PC. Whether that means later we'll get a console version or not, I don't know. Possibly. But I'm, I'm super excited 
or for that one uh, to come out hopefully later this year. Uh, let's see. Um, 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 I guess we can start the rumor mill because, you know, with, with E3 coming up. All that stuff is starting to leak out early. Uh, let's see, according to, who is it, VG247. Dark Souls 3 is going to be announced at E3 with Miyazaki mm. heading it. You know, the guy, I he just, think he, they there's just, at least five people who will be interested in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, that's a weird report considering he's still working on Bloodborne. They just released Bloodborne. But with that being a PS4 exclusive and Dark Souls 3, assuming will be on all the consoles. Yeah. And they just released Dark Souls 2 again on the you know the current yeah, that was, consoles. That was an, but with like all the DLC or whatever. Yeah, it, it makes sense for it to kind of this to be a thing yeah because they would just build off of all that if it's announced i don't honestly cannot see it coming out this year maybe like holiday of 2016 that would be really soon if it came out this year considering that um uh, who was it someone was it yoshida someone playstation just announced bloodborne dlc expansion so i mean like they're obviously still working on bloodborne what in Dark Souls three already coming out seems a little rushed, but I mean if it's just announced and it won't come out till next year, that's maybe well, that's doable. Usually, how a lot of things at E three go. Oh, here's this great game. It won't be here for another two years. Yeah, and then it'll get delayed. Or again. like Kingdom Hearts three, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's never gonna happen. <laughs> so yeah, if that's announced, that'd be kind of neat. And and I guess it'll give like Xbox One and PC players something to do. But yeah, I, I honestly don't see that coming out this year. But you know, it is probably gonna come out this year. Uh, Bethesda officially announced Fallout 4. I saw that. After like six months of like, we know Fallout 4 is coming. And like, no, it's not. We yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, so did you watch the trailer? I haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing it all over Steam. Yeah, like, it looks pretty good. It's it's very colorful. It takes place in Boston. All the rumors we thought were actually true. Go figure. Uh, I guess, I don't know why they went ahead and... Like unveiled it now, considering they're having a press event, their first press conference ever at E3 this year. I guess they'll just show more gameplay or that, focus on gameplay in their thing. Then that makes sense because that was honestly, I figured they'd lead off their show with like, "Hey, Fallout 4 is real, guys. Here's some gameplay footage." But I guess they probably couldn't keep that quiet long enough. Exactly. I guess because of the already the the leaks and the the speculation. So they, they might as well just show it and then just be like, "Hey, we'll show you this really awesome gameplay at." Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when things are announced at E3, it could easily get swept under the rug. Even mm -hmm. though that Fallout 4 is all I've heard about for E3. But now they get their own, like, press day, the press couple of days this week of just Fallout 4 news. So I guess that's why they wanted to get it out a little early. So be the like. whether that'll be playable or not, I don't know. But that'll be super cool, and I'm pretty excited for that. <laughs> it's like, now I feel like one of those snobs where it's like, do I get Fallout 4 on my PC, or do I just get it on, like, my PlayStation or Xbox like I did last gen. Well, I know who would tell you PC Master Race, <laughs> but you know. Uh, speaking of Steam, they just announced a new um, feature I don't know, where they're going to start offering refunds yeah, for I, games. Which that's is very cool. Feature. Because that's one of, the, been the, one of the biggest things about Steam is they don't offer refunds ever. And if you like, don't try like to... Don't like a game and... No, no, no. If you try to like file... A complaint or something on your oh, car to yeah. get canceled, mm -hmm. they will like blacklist your account. Ooh. Yeah. So I haven't heard about it being that drastic. Yeah, That's no, they scary. they are very intense on that. So now they're gonna start offering refunds, but there of course are some stipulations is it has to be within fourteen days and you can't have played more than two hours of the game. 
And yep. if you kind of start abusing the system, they will still like ban you. So you well, that makes sense. Yeah, you just be trying out games willy nilly. Yeah, no, no free demos. Yeah, but this is interesting. Steam is finally doing this, considering Origin's been doing this for a while. Like, yeah, have refunds. Who uses Origin though? That's a good question. No one really does. I have Origin on my computer, but I have not used it mm-hmm. except for like. I think I got Peggle for free. So yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about the only time I've logged in Origin. I worked on Origin for three whole months. But yeah, do you see? I mean, are would you use a refund system? Is this going to make you like want to get more things on Steam now that you know you have like the peace of mind to return it if you don't like it? Or possibly so far on Steam, I have a lot of things that I have not played. But usually, I buy things off a of recommendation mm-hmm. because I have. A specific taste in games so i always ask people hey do you think i like this and they were like yeah you should like it and but because you, sure you didn't buy it for 50 cents on a steam sale that's true too <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the games i have were because they were yeah like dollar mm-hmm. but yeah it'd be nice maybe make me pay for something that's a little more expensive and knowing that if i don't like it i can get the money back yeah because that's the only thing like why you would get a refund on a steam game is like i don't like it because Obviously, for physical games, it'd be cracked or broken or scratched mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's why you return it then. But with this, it's even better than some retail or a lot of retail stores where you oh, can't yeah. return new oh, games yeah. at all. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely interesting. We'll see how well it does. I don't know how this benefits Steam except for just to be. Well, like I've heard, I've heard it's also races. just also because uh, GOG just came out with Galaxy. That's true. So competition, competition. breeds, you know. Because so- GOG right now, I've, I've downloaded Galaxy because they're having their summer sale currently right now. They are. That's right. Started yesterday or two they, days. They got to beat it out because you know mm-hmm. the Steam summer sale comes in July, and that's when yeah. everyone's gonna be on that. But I've noticed they have a since it's a brand new client, it's technically still in beta. They have a, a wishes area where you can Ooh. put in like what you would like them to work on, and oh, some cool. and some say like in progress or completed, and they have like one of I know it's one is to be able to look up you know friends based on username or email because that's not a thing right now because it's still in beta and they're working on it, but mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see that they're listening to the community. So Steam is probably trying to find some new stuff to like. What's one of the main things that everyone's been bitching us about? Oh, refunds. All right, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> That that's that's very true. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, we'll see how that works. That's be rolling out uh, soon for that as well. Let's see some news from Japan. That won't really affect us, but Monster Hunter Cross was just announced earlier this week. The latest hit in the Monster Hunter franchise. You ever played a Monster Hunter game? I tried the demo for Monster Hunter. I guess it was three. Which one just came out on the three? Four. Okay, Monster Hunter Four. Then I tried that. I didn't. I was new to, I guess, maybe the whole 3DS thing at the time because I didn't. I realized that the manuals were like if you hit the home button, it says manual at the yep. bottom. So I go in to try to play Monster Hunter. Have no idea what's going on. There is no tutorial. Nope. In the demo, so I was really bad at it, and I. It took me about two hours to notice the manual. <laughs> but it's just also because it's better to play with people. And yep, that's the big. America thing. doesn't. Nope. Like friends. No, because I, I bought Monster Hunter 4 and I tried playing it alone and it was okay. Like, there's a better tutorial in the game. Oh, I'm sure than there is. In the demo. And this is the first Monster Hunter game where there's been a tutorial. Because so, like, the biggest thing I've heard about Monster Hunter is it has like a 10 hour learning curve. Mm-hmm. And you're like weeding wikis and facts trying to figure out how to play it because they don't tell you. Yeah. But it's still, it was fun, but I got to the point where it's kind of like with Destiny where if it's I was just hard. playing this alone, yeah. this is boring. But mm-hmm. if I can play with someone else, 
it'd be it'd be pretty good. Yeah. See, for me, it would probably just be the the difficulty factor because even though I've been playing games for a really long time, I tend to play more casual. It not like casual. I guess you can't say that, just, but it's just certain games are a little harder for me than probably for some people. So. And, well, Monster Hunter has such a unique control scheme, a yeah. unique kind of battle system, and no the way it sets up. On. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. It's it's definitely weird, and I kind of got the hang of it, but it was still just so different than what I was used to, and I had no friends to play it with it. Like really. So it kind of just fell off the the map for me, unfortunately. But it's super popular in Japan, and they have another one coming out. So Capcom can make more money because they sure as fuck aren't making anything else. Yeah. Uh, let's see. More rumors. Uh, apparently, there are going to be two new PlayStation 4 SKUs announced at E3 this year, with one of them having a terabyte hard drive. Which makes sense because there's also rumor that there's a terabyte Xbox One coming out with Halo Master Chief Collection. So it only makes sense for them to move the hard drive space up, considering I've already filled up my PS4 twice. Yeah, I don't think I've stuff. I don't think I've filled mine. I filled my Wii my Wii U up, but that's not very hard. But I also I have, have thirty two like, gigs. Yeah, I only have I have like four full games on there, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. I have to figure out some way to. So if any any people out there know how to safely expand <laughs> the storage on the Wii U, that'd be great. Yeah, um, for the Xbox One is a it was a French retail site that leaked the one terabyte box in the picture like here's a picture you can see it oh yeah mm-hmm. you can't see it at home but we can see it here <laughs> but uh magic of radio so that kind of makes sense we'll have our big e3 prediction show next year next week next year next year next week and Late one of the, the things game. i thought they were gonna announce would be like a slimmer xbox one but with this leak kind of shows not they're just kind of moving the hard drive up some but it makes you wonder if it's real because that just looks like you know same box with a yeah, which Photoshop just says one TV it, yeah. on it, and it's kind of blurry, so I don't really know. But at that point, and it's also kind of expensive, but that's also because it's a, like a a foreign a foreign site, you know? Yeah. So I guess we'll see. I might ignore this and kind of stick to my initial prediction and stuff, but we can, you know, we'll, I guess we'll find out in about, what's like about 10 days, I believe. Uh, more announcements this week. Skylanders Superchargers. Yeah, so you, if anybody ever wanted to drive a car with Spyro in it, there you go. I want to drive a car with Sonic in it. My wish was granted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Superchargers, that's the this year's Skylanders game. It took them a while to announce it. It's coming out September 20th. Planes, trains, and automobiles are all up in this one. That's the new gimmick for this year. Yeah. Uh, do you care about Skylanders at all or anymore? Or Skylanders anything? always seemed interesting to me when it first came out because it was the only thing of its kind. Mm-hmm. So it was cool, but I obviously wasn't going to buy it just because i wasn't really the target demographic but i guess i can't really say that because when disney infinity came out i jumped all over that yeah that's true but can skylanders continue to thrive with now there's going to be four toys to life games this holiday with disney infinity skylanders stupid amiibos and lego dimensions i don't know because i was really shocked when skylanders kind of came out because i didn't think spyro was that relevant anymore but they have moved away from i guess the whole Spyro himself game because yeah. they, they focus on all the other characters and all the other things. So I yeah I you completely forget half the time now that it's a origi- it was ne- Spyro. Uh, not really. They kind well, of he was, they like, had the Activision had the Spyro and like Crash Bandicoot IP. So they're like, what can we do with the Spyro thing? Oh, let's do this. So they kind of attached Spyro's name. Yeah, on it, it was in my just, opinion, it was really odd. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but now with yeah Disney Infinity though, and this is coming from someone who loves the games mm-hmm. and loves Disney. But 
unless they start coming out with more relevant playsets, it's going to be hard to... I mean, I know little kids that love Disney are going to continue to buy things, especially with Disney Infinity 3 being announced. And Star Wars, and everyone yeah. loves Star Wars. And at least those, they've announced, I think, uh, three or four playsets so far for that one. And those actually sound like they'll be good because, you know, based on Star Wars. Because right now, Disney Infinity 2 and Marvel, or 2.0. Has those two. Yeah, there's the two, but they're good. Oh, really? Like, oh, the Avengers one is... It's a everything that Disney Infinity did. Disney Infinity 2.0 stepped up on. So okay. The level design is sure much better. And I'm sure 3.0 be even better because they have all these different developers working on all these different playsets, and that's always been the biggest thing. Is because there's no crossplay in Disney Infinity. Like, if you're playing yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean playset, you are playing with the Pirates of the Caribbean characters. If you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah, that's one that's one thing that is problematic. And also just they keep releasing all these characters, but they're only for the toy box. And unless you're really good at level design, the toy box gets old after yeah, a while. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of that's why what I makes fell me off sad because I want like they have Aladdin and Jasmine that are out, which is a great classic, you know, movie, and mm-hmm. you could have an Agrabah playset really simply, yeah. and they just don't. And it's really sad because mm-hmm. I want all these characters to have their own playset. Well, granted, people are people and the Disney Infinity teams are creating, you know, toy boxes that you can download that are made mm-hmm. to look like they and they have constant contests that let people build them for specific characters. So I have downloaded some, but that's just still only one toy box compared right. to, you know, an entire le- like game essentially. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll fix that problem. It sounds like they will with the third one. And I guess speaking of toys to life, Lego Dimensions, they kind of release some more details on that. It sucks. I've already bought like half these fucking Infinity figures and all these damn amiibos. But this Lego Dimensions also sounds cool because it's got to be doing it. But say at first they right just there. announced, you know, it came with Batman and Gandalf and Wild Style <laughs> in the movie. But they have announced all these other IP like Scooby Doo and The Simpsons and, the Simpsons and, and I Portal. Heard, I want to say I heard Doctor Who. Too. Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, so Jurassic World, The Wizard of Oz. I thought Jurassic World was going to be its it own. It is, but it's also going to be in this okay. too because you know marketing. Own. Yeah. And Midway Games, like Mortal Kombat. Oh, and that'll be weird. Blitz was Midway. Like I don't know what they're going to do. Lego Mortal Kombat, as well as like Finish him. Lego Ninjago and Chima, Chima. Yeah, it's other Lego sets, and they have TV shows or something. But unlike Disney Infinity, this one does allow you to mix and match. Well, basically because the they're playing the off movie. of the yeah the Lego movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at all these worlds that are actually all interconnected. So that actually sounds pretty intriguing. I does, I but, uh, I generally enjoy Lego games. I would say too. that, but I, I never finished them. Me either, but oh, I I mean, I personally miss when the Lego games didn't have voice acting. Me too, because it was so much cuter and funnier, and like especially Lego Harry Potter, those were great, mm-hmm. and Lego Star Wars. But it's funny now that while there have been Lego Star Wars and Lego Marvel games, those properties are not in this because Disney owns them now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny. But I think to me, this game just feels like. Well, we're not going to make a Lego The Simpsons game. We're not going to make a Lego Back to the Future It's probably game. all this stuff that people but want. They're just going to put it all you together. you can put it all in one game. So it's like all the little series who mm-hmm. can't have hold their own title will have this. So that's cool. The only thing is I'm not buying a shit ton more toys just to, to play this. Yeah, it's like I want to play the Scooby-Doo stuff. I wish it was a standalone game because I feel Scooby-Doo had enough content. It could probably make its own. Because the Scooby-Doo game on PS2 was fantastic. <laughs> Love that game. Okay, let's see. You like Super Smash Brothers, right? I do. Would you like a new character in Super Smash Brothers? Ooh, are we being offered one? Yeah, Lucas is coming out June 14th. Oh, yes, I remember this. I heard of him. Yeah, he was in that. Brawl. He mm-hmm. did not make the cut for four. Yeah, that was And kinda... now he is here. 
Yeah, I never really used Lucas or Ness, but I'm sure there will be people who are excited to have him back. Yeah, definitely, but we got Mewtwo for free because we had both copies of the game and we registered Yeah, it. I'm probably not going to buy him. Yeah, I don't think so either, but yeah, he's coming out on the 14th, which is next Sunday, not this Sunday. So, good for you, Smash Kids. Uh, also coming, another announcement with Hearthstone. They are releasing new hero skins for each class. So if you don't like Garrosh Hellscream, you can now play as Magni? 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 I don't know enough about World You played WoW. I did. I know who Garrosh is, but I don't know who that is. Or Garrosh. Uh, he's going to be the new warrior portrait. That's good, because I hate Garrosh. So, if I so many people say that. I don't play WoW. I don't know. Uh, but it, it first, I was intrigued at first, because I thought it would be cool, like... New heroes, new hero abilities nah. that could mix up the, the meta and you could use the same cards with new abilities. Nope. Kind of like Planeswalkers and Magic. Yeah, but nope, you're right. It's the same hero abilities with Just new is, graphics, yep. new voiceovers, a new card back for $10 per hero. Yeah, no. Nope. That's just... For $10 per hero, that's a lot. Because, I mean, I know a lot of games do, like, cosmetics DLC, but those are always, like, a dollar or $2. Yeah, that's utterly ridiculous. And, yeah, the card back might be cool... But you can't. You I can't, saw you got a free hard oh, new. Uh, I card back for playing Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I sure did. Uh, but yeah, you can't even buy it with in-game gold either. It's straight money. That's just wrong. That's like, like that's doing DLC wrong. <laughs> like I guess they're just trying to get at all you WoW nerds who hate Garrosh. Like, well, I'll spend ten dollars on this guy instead. Or a lot of people I see on like the Hearthstone subreddit talking about they like an alliance and a horde. Like hero for each class. That would make more sense because which, forcing someone because it can be really serious about people who don't like the horde and people who oh, like trust the alliance. Me, I know, but if it was ten dollars for all nine, oh, I might have considered. Oh that. yeah, that's a dollar each. But it's about like ten dollars like per. I don't care if like the whole game is reanimated. Like that's so disgusting. But someone it brought a point up to slimy. me that the the skins in Heroes of the Storm are also ten dollars. But to me, that's different because you're animating like a character. He moves around. He has different voiceover. He does different things than just He's a fucking picture yeah. that sits on your screen. Mm -hmm. So people will buy it. I mean, if you obviously if you don't like it, don't buy it. I know, but I don't know. It's just there's going to be a market coming. for it. But that's Blizzard. luckily Blizzard I don't play WoW. I don't know any of these characters. To me, it's just a warrior, and you hit the button, and you get two armor, and I don't care if it's you know satan as the thing <laughs> but diablo's in here as a storm so it won't be but you know satan confirmed for next <laughs> wow expansion and then the last piece of news i have written down is we talked last week about the ps4 version of ultra street fighter 4 being fucking broken Ooh. where it's almost unplayable but capcom has come out and released its first patch which fixed a lot of the problems which is good not all of them yet but they're working on it too bad that evo and Oh, Oshvon, we're here. He correct me. I want to say CEO too. They've switched. I know Evo for sure. The 360 version will now be the e version played at Evo Ooh. after oh. Sony put pot money in to have it be the PS4 version. That sucks. Yeah, but they also released a broken ass game with yep. a shitty developer who can't port yep. things correctly. So it's kind of on them. So that's kind of that to me. That's kind of funny that Evo switched to the 360 version of the game, even I mean, though they Sony kind of is kind of a sponsor. Oh, they want it to work. So they yeah. know what the fans want. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all the news I have for this week. Usually I ask if I missed anything, but I don't know if you hmm. there's anything you can think of that I missed. I mean, other than 
I mean, if this is rumors, I definitely don't know any rumors, but the only news I have would have been, I already said it, about, you know, God Galaxy and the summer yep. sale for that. And, like, you're saying the summer sale for Steam will be coming up Most likely next month. Most likely yeah. next month. So, Other yeah. than that, I haven't really heard a whole lot. Cool. Then let's get into what is coming out next week. Not a whole lot new. I mean, as I keep saying, E3 is right around the corner. A lot of things are coming out that are already kind of out on other things, so I didn't write those down. But kind of the yeah. new stuff, well, I say that. Elder Scrolls Online. I saw that recently, and I actually went there, I actually read the store page for it because I wanted to see what they... It's free to play now. Yeah, that's what I was checking. But it's it's coming out, it's a Tamriel Unleashed, I think, is coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. So I say... No subscription required. Yeah, wait, what? No. On the PS4 one, it says no subscription required. Oh, yeah, because it's free to play now. Exactly. That makes sense. And then on 3DS next Thursday, Dr. Mario, Mir- Dr. Mario Miracle Cure hmm. is coming out. So a new version of Dr. Mario and the same Elder Scrolls Online you didn't on love the first time. Smash. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it for your new releases for next week. Uh, this will be the part of the show where we would answer your emails. Unfortunately, we didn't get any emails this week, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. Get your E3 predictions into us. We will read them because next week is our big E3 prediction show. Or even show. just what you want to even if what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. What you're most excited for, anything yeah. like that. Or if you have questions, comments, you know, anything like that, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Or if you want to hear your voice on the show, you can leave us a voicemail. Yes, first time I've heard my voice on the show. It's pretty exciting. Speakpipe.com slash GameWareExpress for that. And that will bring us to the end of our show where we do special stages, which is kind of like something you recommend or something you did this week, not video game related, you'd like to share to the audience. Ooh. Well, that actually makes sense because Boss Monster is the greatest thing ever. That's a perfect special stage. Tell us about it. Oh, Boss Monster. Uh, it's a card game based mm-hmm. on video games as my boyfriend likes to call it it is a love letter to video games because <laughs> you are a boss monster just mm-hmm. like the the title says because actually most when we played it with my friends who hadn't played it before they were like didn't know what it was mm-hmm. so we were like you are the boss monster so they thought it was kind of cool you build rooms it's in a your card game the deck yeah, building game deck building game card not necessarily, yeah, I guess deck building, but... Everything's included in the box. Yeah, so that's why I was saying deck building's a little weird. But it's a card game. Kind of like Dominion and all those games, mm-hmm. where it's deck building, but everything's included. You're not buying expansion. Well, you are buying expansion there are packs, expansions, but booster packs. But yeah, it's not booster packs. But basically, you are the boss monster. There's eight different ones, and so you... And everything's kind of like a pun. Like, I remember I was like the brain guy, and he was father brain. Father brain instead of mother brain, yeah. yep. Cerebellus. Yeah. But uh, basically, you build rooms. You draw from your room deck... And you put it next to your boss, you build it, and they build rooms into your dungeon. And the whole point is to attract heroes to your dungeon to kill them. (laughs) And if you get ten souls, you win. Or if you get five wounds, you lose. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Because each hero has a specific HP, and each room does does enough damage. And it's just really interesting because each room has a treasure type. So it draws. There's a cler- There's the cleric, the fighter, mage, and thief. So mm-hmm. each card has either a money bag, an, like, la- a sword, like a sword, you know, a book, or it's an ankh. But for people mm-hmm. who don't know what an ankh is, <laughs> it's basically a cleric item. Mm-hmm. So it attracts these heroes. So you could technically get screwed over because if it's tie, if the amount of treasure types in each of the two of the players' dungeons is the same, the heroes stay in town. So you could get screwed over by someone suddenly covering up one of their treasure types, and all of a sudden you have, and you're not ready to have mm-hmm. these three heroes come, come parading through your dungeon. And you could, I that actually happened to me in a game. 
I drew four cards, four yeah, heroes that. into that and got four wounds in one <laughs> turn and, that, and actually ended up was, coming in winning. That was so. really cool to me was that level of strategy I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really like, easy to pick up, but very to hard to master. Make them come to me so I can kill them, but I never thought about make them go to you so they'll kill you. Yep. So that's yeah. really cool. Like I said, easy to pick up, hard to master. We carried a game more now. It's like 25 bucks. So if you're in the mm-hmm. Batman area, it's definitely check it out. Good value. The like expansion. It. We haven't tried the expansion yet. Adds an entirely new game. card type. Mm-hmm. And the sequel comes out soon, sometime this summer, in I think. July, I think. Yeah. I think Steven said it was July. Yeah. Perfect. Looking forward to that. I guess we'll keep like the board game special stages going, because for mine, I also played a fun board game called Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, you were talking about that. Oh, it's so good. It's like... Also love letter, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can talk board games for days now. I but, know. But Trail at House on the Hill is super cool. It's a three to six player game where you're all kind of working together exploring this like mansion. It's kind of like Luigi's Mansion. You move around, you open, but you build the board as you go. So it's literally a different game every mm-hmm. time you play it because you explore a room, like, you flip the tile over. From what you told me, it sounds like matching Carcassonne and Clue. That's yeah, kind what of. Heard. But or- the twist is halfway through the game, someone becomes the, the traitor. The killer, essentially. Yeah. So they do something, and it's different every time. I've played it twice now, and they like they do something. So you, at some point, but it's do announced. you know what it, it's announced? It's well, when you open rooms, you draw an event card, or an item card, or an mm-hmm. omen card. And if you draw an omen card, you have to do a haunting roll. And if you roll less than the number of omen cards that everyone has on the table, that's when the haunting begins. Uh, and the game no. stops, and it tells you, all right, it took place in this flash. room. It took place in this room with this item or whatever and you go to that page on the book and it'll tell you all right you're the traitor or the person to your right is the traitor so you have a book and the traitor has to leave the room because they have a book of stuff they have to do and everyone else reads a different book of what they have to do so then you're kind of working against each other Got like D elements yeah got all kinds of yeah because you have each each person has a character card Mm -hmm. i'm ox bellows i'm like the football player my hobbies are football and shiny shiny objects So my might and my speed is pretty fast, but my intel, my knowledge and my sanity is kind of low. So all the characters are like that. So yeah, when you do certain things, you have to do a knowledge roll or you have to do a might roll. So yeah, I think Weston will enjoy that Super fun, and it has like a little narrative going on, like it tell you what why you're in the house, what the haunting is, why the traitors doing this thing. So it's really cool. It's basically the clue movie. movie Yeah, exactly. Except it's actually kind of spooky. Yes, yeah, spooky mean. So it's, it's a lot of fun. If you can, chance, if, so. Again, we also carry this now at Gameware because we carry board games now, so now we're getting all hyped up on board games. But yeah, Betrayal at House on the Hill is so fun. I think it's best with four or five players, but you can play three to six. Yeah, Boss Monster, the good thing about that is I mean, it's a two to four player game, but it's it can be good with two players and mm-hmm. it can be good with four. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, those are cool. I highly suggest you check them out. And that brings us to the end of our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. Oh, if anybody really wants to follow me on Twitter and see Disney retweets, it's at Alexa Angel. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or you can find this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. Uh, I put this up every week on SoundCloud, so you can follow us there. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes, on Xbox Music, on Google Play, all that jazz. Leave us reviews, leave us comments, anything like that will definitely help the show. Uh, that is it. Alexa, thank you so much for joining me on Thanks Late Thanks for Notice. having me. This was fun. I told you it was fun. You were all nervous. And I was. We're going to talk just... about. It's, it's easy. Just talking to a microphone. It's just like. Yeah, just speaking like... to the microphone. <laughs> so that's it. We'll be back. Hopefully everyone will be back next week. 
People are still coming in from out of town. We'll be ready to leave for E3. But next week, we will have our E3 prediction show. I'm going to do my best to have everyone back and on it for that. Lex, if you want to call in or email in your oh, E3 predictions, yes. what's the one thing real quick you're most likely or most excited to see on the show, from the show? Well, I mean, it's been out, like I said, on Steam. Or actually, I haven't said I was talking about this not on the podcast. Uh, Armello, which was mm-hmm. announced recently to be coming to the PS4, which is an early access game on Steam right now, and it looks very interesting, very fun. It's like basically a board game game. Okay. But fantasy setting. Weston was making fun of me because it's furries, because it's animals. But basically, <laughs> I've heard it being called like a Game of Thrones almost. Because now you have all, my interest. All these different clans apparently are fighting to overthrow this, I guess, corrupt king who's mm-hmm. a lion. Go figure. Right. Um, but it's got board game elements and it just looks really. The animation is gorgeous. Armello. Armello. I'll have to look for this. I'll let you know. I'll report back. That's what. Yeah, that's what. I, I assume that it'll get announced at something because it's coming mm-hmm. to PS4 now. Right. I'm so. sure it'll be in Sony's booth. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of smaller stuff there. At least they have in the past couple of years. So I'm sure. We'll see yeah, it. it was a Kickstarter game, but. Cool. So yeah, we will have that uh, show next week, and then the week after that, we will be live in Los Angeles. So super excited about that. Until then, though, Alexa, thank you again for joining me. Thanks, guys. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye.